driving home the other day passing this uh cc's pizza right buffet style pizza and uh i just had to look over and these two guys were coming out and they were the rather larger um, humans of the human species and one of the dudes he just like i guess he had a really good time and he sees he come out the door he like takes i don't know five steps and literally just is like whoop, takes his shirt off like throws it on his back and heads to his car like he just had a really good time uh, at the bus. Wait, way. was that you? <laughs> I so that was there was a moment of clarity that I was trying to decide like would that be me? Or definitely. Uh, yeah, like, like, like I'm pretty sure if, you and Jeff are the two people in that story. Yeah. That's the thing is I couldn't decide if I actually respected it or like it was I judging it. Or I, I wasn't really sure. And I, I did come to the conclusion that I could totally see myself doing that. Um, I guess definitely, he definitely beat the hell out of that buffet, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. That, that is money's worth. But yeah. It'll be, it'll be like, who's your franchise owner? Who's your franchise owner? You know, anyway. That's a joke. But anyway. All right. What episode are we on? Hey, this is episode seven. Episode seven. Um, yeah. This is a big seven. one, too, right? Like, yeah, obviously we got a third person on here. Yeah, just kind of floating yep. underneath us. Um, yeah, yeah. just hanging, hanging out around so, here. So uh, today we have a really good friend and hunting partner, and I would, I would go on a limb to say, uh, adventurous in some degree of our activities. Some he likes better than others. Um, one of our really good friends, Stephen Maynard. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Thanks so, for having me. Yeah, yeah, Stephen! I know that we typically review beer event together, but this was kind of last minute. So, uh, if you've seen our shows, uh, you know we got to have to start off yeah. with a beer. So yes, yes, I'm well we're aware. Gonna, we're going to go ahead and start off with our beer, and then we'll let you introduce your beer. Let's review this thing. Let's get this, let's get this pony show on the road here. All right. All right. Jeff, what did you what did you get us this time? It's called Up River American Pale Ale. It's from Central Twenty Eight Beer Company. It's proudly brewed in, I guess, Deberry, Florida, with love and care. That's what I got. <laughs> Always love and care. You got a six point six point. It's six percent. Why are they even gonna put the O in there? It's six point oh. It says six point zero percent. It's like why? Just make it look fancy. Yeah. Hold on. Don't go too far. Up the river is a classic aggressively hopped American paddle, uh, pale ale. If that's the direction you're headed with just enough malt for balance. The hop flavors and aromas, uh, Kareem from Resonance Pine and Grapefruit Zest. Okay. What did you get me? Finishing with a clean, pleasant bitterness. All right. So we're going from pine tree uh, to uh, orange, a grapefruit. That's interesting. All right, uh, Stephen, what do you have today? All right. Well, so for today, uh, I have this little gem from uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's Michaelo Ultra. 
Okay. How about that? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, let's see here. What do we got? Uh, it's a whopping four point two percent alcohol. So you okay. know you can get you can get pretty drunk on like twelve of these probably. No, oh, wow. Um, Depends on your uh, weight body ratio. Yeah, and from what I hear, these are really good for hydration. Um, really good for hydration, especially out in a hot day in the sun. Um, you know, water, none of that. You got 2.6 carbs in this. I mean, yeah, 2.6, 95 calories. You're good to go for the rest of the day just drinking a couple of these. Like, is it like, I wonder if it's like drinking water, and I'm sure we'll find out. Hold on, does it say, yeah, does it say how many, how many calories there are in there? 95 calories. Dang. Our beers, our beer is so heavy that they forgot to put the calorie labels on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, let's see here. I don't, I don't have any descriptions of how this beer tastes. So I guess it's just going to be a surprise. Well, let's, uh, let's uh, go ahead and open up for them, drink them, put them, put the, uh, your lips to the glass, whatever you do. All oh, right. I'm really good at porn. So that's like my specialty. I'm a rookie. I don't have a glass. I'm going straight from the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Just just yeah. like last night at the bar, which I wasn't there yep. with you, but you were, I don't even no. know if you were there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't there. Okay. My smell. Um, I don't really smell pine tree. I don't smell that, but it smells, it smells like a nail. And that's not very descriptive if you've never had a nail. Oh well, then this thing says it's superior, by the way. So, oh, smells superior. A wheat, a wheaty smell. Yeah, I guess you could call it. Sure, we'll call it that. Yeah. Have you actually taken a sip yet? Not yet. Oh. I thought we. Were, I didn't know if you did. Well, you're you're behind, brother. <laughs> I just I watched you smell it like eight times. I'm like, how long do you smell this thing? I was trying to get the full experience, man. You know? Um, I was like, am I drinking beer the wrong way? It's very light. Very light. Um, so, it does taste, taste, taste like a little bit of... Uh, taste the water in it. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm, this, is, this is premium hydration right here. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Lance Armstrong drank this while he was on his bike. Like, they didn't... Like it was straight, it was in the you know the backpacks with the little with the straw coming out yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he had, he, I'm pretty sure he had this in that when he was when he won the Tour de France. I feel like I could win the Tour de France right now. For sure. I, you, you look like you could wear the Tour de France and win it for sure. I could wear it. I said wear. Yeah, I was hoping yeah. you just kind of glance over that. Just ignore it. Yeah, my yeah. bad. I thought maybe I'll ignore it. Call him out on it, Steven. I was thinking maybe like. You'd be like, oh, what did he say? Ah, he probably said the right word. <laughs> it's kind of like a, my text message. You're like, what did he say? Ah, he probably meant this, though. Yeah. If I, if I usually can't figure out the text, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not worried about it. He'll say it again if he really needs to needs me to understand it. <laughs> I can see, like, an emergency happening to me trying to explain my whereabouts in your life. <laughs> ah, he tried. I think he's having spaghetti at night with his parents. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, in the background, I don't know if you can hear it, but my child's screaming. I don't. It no, I can't. Sounds hear like it. it sounds like Friday the Thirteenth in there. Um, I don't know that what was happened. yesterday. That was yesterday, I, yeah. 
yeah, I don't know what's going on. But it's happening. That's from that's much I am sure of. I want to say this. Out of all the beers we've tried for me and Jeff, this is probably one of the lightest ones we've had. Um, pretty close to it. I actually think it's really good. I actually really like it. I, I would, not to kind of take a stab at uh, Michelob uh, Ultra there, but uh, it's pretty refreshing itself. It's a little heavier than kind of a light beer like that. It's definitely got some, you know, more malt and hoppiness and a little bit more bitterness to it, but I could see myself, you know, cutting the grass or drink, going to the farm or something uh, and, and having a, like a six pack of these after I'm hot or something. Um, I, I think I would totally be okay. It goes down it. easy. It sure does. It goes down, down smooth. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, pretty I, good. I enjoyed, it. I enjoyed it. I had a couple of these on the beach in Florida and uh, I can vouch that they went down very smooth on the beach in the hot day. Did anything else go down nice. on the beach? Um, yeah, I went in the water. Oh, okay. Yeah, so oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I bet it was nice and cool. Uh, I'm sure. I probably have one of these in the water with me. Nice. Well, yeah. I guess you could. Uh, I guess you could drink liquor or alcohol on the beach. I think we talked about this, but I can't remember the answer. Yeah, they yeah. didn't. Lifeguards all over the place. They didn't care unless you were being rowdy or something, but they didn't care. I mean, there was well, That's that. how it should be, honestly. At the beach, you should be allowed to have a beer at the beach. I think. Yeah. You get obnoxious, and then yeah, let's knock all that off, get out of here. But yeah, because most of the I, beaches down here, they technically you're not supposed to drink on the beach. Right. You can get ticketed at least. Well, they, and they don't have yeah. a problem taking it down. And from there is where, because we don't know where you're from. At I'm in Charleston. Ah, Charleston, Charleston South South Carolina. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so they, the beaches not... like Folly Beach, Isle of Palms, those are the kind of the two main ones. But even the smaller ones, they all ever, ever since the Fourth of July a couple of years ago, a big party bus of Northerners showed up out on Folly Beach and ended up getting into like a big fight or something. And then that was it for alcohol on the beach. Might have been they Memorial would. Day, maybe not Fourth of July, one of those two. Yeah, I heard yeah. it was people. I heard it was people from New Jersey. Oh, that's that's oh, that, that's the story that's the good. story so that's i don't good. know i don't know if that's true or not so but <laughs> that was the word on the street you th just think they would it would be easier for them just never to let anybody from new jersey come to south carolina ever again then it would be they not let us drink yeah they got their own beaches i mean well we go know, over there maybe it's colder on them not on the people but the beaches <laughs> You know, like, I think you can. Yeah, I think you become a red dot if you do that. Well, that's that's true. I, I was just thinking, like, I don't know, mark your care. I, yes. <laughs> I, I get you. I get you. Dominant. I'm stepping in what like you're putting down. Theory. You're stepping you're in my fist. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm stepping in what you're putting down. Oh man, whatever. So, this is so my last life. weekend. Uh, outside of the beaches it was definitely the opposite of a beach it was actually a zoo um, Jeff and I went to Bruton Zoo which I invited you kind of semi and I really didn't invite you I was telling you about it because I didn't think you would really actually be interested in going as they had a uh, a lot of craft beers and stuff like that but uh, yeah. we went there last year we saw a dude that looked just exactly like you uh, year before 2019 uh, well yeah true uh, the last year you need we to be able to put put the image somewhere in the screen that would oh yeah we can have that, that picture there. of that picture yeah. we'll put editing that guy uh, do that 
Yeah. I didn't yeah. even get guy, oh. guy in there. Um, <laughs> oh, so it's this way. He's going to come it's up always, probably about right around here at one point. So he'll be in there. Somewhere around yeah. in here. The yeah, only problem on my screen is you really can't, I can't move around a lot. I don't like it. But anyway, yeah, so we saw a guy look just like Steven. We ran over there and asked, could we get a picture? Like, basically hugged the guy. He didn't really – he didn't know whether at this moment he was giving up his vanity or he was giving up his wallet because we were jumping his ass. Right he there. Like, What's up, dude? So uh, he, he decided he would just give us a picture that we could hold on to the rest of our life for some stranger. He thought – he he laughed. He chuckled. His girlfriend thought it was sweet, probably. And they probably kissed later that afternoon because of us. So anyway, thank you. are welcome. Guy. Oh, Steven. Yeah, he's that guy. So that was so sweet that you took this guy. But they lost their friend in a bad, you know, bad tree accident, you know. And so that <laughs> anyway. Um, so this year we went. They had. There's definitely a lot less uh, breweries there. I, I would say about fifty percent. So if you weren't, if you were going to start to come, this is probably not the one to come to. There was a lot of people, but I heard from the grapevine that they had actually. Uh, had less people there i think they i don't know what they cut it by 75 percent, 50 i don't i'm not really sure but i felt like there was still quite a bit of people and it's hard yeah. to tell two years ago what it looked like or what i remember but the uh the beer was good i mean it was just beer that you buy every day at the grocery store overall atmosphere was fun i'd say a little disappointed in the beer choices but jeff would you add to that yeah, i mean they, they had some pretty i thought they had some pretty good ones in there they had some Ones we I've never been to or tried, you know, that you could find, but they did have some of those the the um, vendors or breweries. They actually had a um, couple, I don't know, unique ones that I would never probably ever buy at the store anyway. But you know, we are getting a little um, <clears throat> past our, um, I guess, flavor uh, flavor profiles to we're yeah. um, figuring out. There you go. That's the words I was looking for, venturing out. Mm -hmm. So, but it was kind of disappointing. It wasn't a lot of breweries out there as it was last time. But I definitely felt like there was about the same amount of people or maybe a little bit less because it still seemed crowded to me a little bit or like it was the first time, which is yeah. fine. I agree with you. I thought there was some degree of disorganization that happened. Um, yeah, in the for sure. And the other thing I thought was kind of funny, Jeff goes up to this person and is like, hey, what is that kind of beer? And the person's like, I don't, I don't know what that beer is. And they well, were pouring it, so. so I tried it, and I still don't know what it is. <laughs> I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, and I, and they said, oh, it's just ours. They don't know what that one was. I was like, okay, we'll try it. Still I tried it. It was sour there. It was, it was rough. It was bad. And then Kelly got a watermelon one. That was actually pretty good. So anyway, yeah. you didn't miss much. Hopefully, we can we get you coming around the next year. I, it, yeah. the, at the time, though, um, Kenya was with us, and, and Brittany was there, and she apparently doesn't drink a lot of, like, beer or craft beer and stuff, and, and she seemed like she had a really good time as well, so I can't speak yeah. for her, but anyway, that was kind the, of a uh, rundown of us. Check it out next year. Yeah. We did uh, hand out a lot of business cards while we were there. Um, we still haven't got any response or random likes, I don't think. So we got not sure if it's the first morning. Yeah, but I don't remember two. who they were from. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And so we did no no zoo pun intended, but we gorilla marketed the heck out of that place. Um we were like a caged animal that had gotten loose. We were just like passing out cards, we're getting other people pass out cards. 
and we were getting in some weird conversations. Like some lady yeah. said she saw a dead oh. body, and <clears throat> that was and, yeah. Like somehow she I got on this thing too. She was like, "Yeah, dead bodies." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> I, I was screaming too, and then like she got really close. She kept getting really close to me, and like my wife decided we needed to buy Tegan a um, a sloth. So, which we have so many stuffed animals, and why we needed to carry sloth around that particular day, I'm not sure. Only Kelly can can answer that. But anyway, I carried it out. It was necessary. And I was just kind of like holding it, you know, around, you know, kind of in a, a chokehold. And I started talking to this girl. She said she saw dead animals, a child. Of course, I had to follow up with it, like, oh, tell me about it. And then I wanted to know, like, what the body looked like. And just kept diving deeper into this this i don't even know if it's a rabbit hole that rabbit hole would be it's like a sewer hole and we're like straight up in this manhole yeah and uh and she's did she's drunk i'm i'm a little buzzed she's last she was too wobbling she's like getting on like on top like falling on top of me and stuff i'm like almost and i'm like i don't know about all this covid stuff and so i from from a point where I got uncomfortable, I was like, well, let me just so make this so socially awkward that she decides to like, this is not worth it. So from randomly, I just stopped talking out of my mouth or as me and put my sloth in front of me and talked as the puppet. Uh, and I would high five and move its arms. And like, I was being so creepy, but she just would not stop. And she would be like, I thought that buddy, ah! And I'd scream as loud as I could. We, I was like matching her screaming louder. Like, but I was doing it with the sloth. The sloth would like, you know, like shake around and stuff, and it put it in her face. And like, if she got a little close, I kind of kick her with it. And um, and so this other dude that was with him, uh, I think he decided like, because there was another girl talking to Jeff, and I don't even, I couldn't even hear their conversation. And I guess the guy's like, okay, this is getting on the hand a little bit because it definitely was. And so he comes up and I take the little sloth hand. I'm like, high five. And he like does like this. And I like, I do like that. Like I'm not, not today. Kind of like, you're not, you know, too, too high five. Too, too slow. slow. Yeah. And yeah. Boom. Right. I got him right in his titty. Like I went pop right in his titty. And the face that he gave me was every bit of exactly what kind of face he should. But he was just like, what you have? And didn't say anything. Didn't acknowledge that the sloth had just molested him. But um it happened and i saw it and i would totally be as witness. you probably needed to process it. it for a minute but like, he was just like what did i get myself into and this sloth just grabbed my uh right titty and that's what happened <laughs> and they all walked away it was the best it was the best thing ever but you gotta anyway, do what you gotta do sometimes it was the yeah. only way to get out of that situation yeah. but anyway so that was that was rude as do it can't get fun yeah. even if we did we did speak to a couple of the uh, the reps for some of the breweries. Uh, we talked to the uh, Pauly Island Brewing Company. The guy's uh, Brett Hunter. I don't know. Hunter Rainer. So that was kind of cool. We talked to the uh, Benjamin Hinman from uh, Southern Barrel Brewing Company. And we talked to Priscilla Thrower from uh, Scoplaw uh, Brewing out of Atlanta. So... That was kind of interesting exchange number, uh, you know, cards with them. And we're definitely going to hit them up in the future. Yeah. So <clears throat> that was, I think, the rest of that pretty much. Any any kind of crazy stories uh, that you can think of that I left off or any parting no, pieces yeah. of the uh, museum? 
Yeah. That was about yeah, it. I mean, besides, besides the Uber rides there back to the oh, back yeah, home, Uber rides were, were pretty Those intense, were pretty yeah. entertaining. Um, I, mean, I, I couldn't even tell you about the uh, Uber ride fr- from the restaurant to Jeff's house because one I don't remember, but I know that I know that Kelly. Those are always the best saying, ones. Kelly and Brittany were saying that it was like super scary, like she was driving like a maniac. I don't know that she was, but I, I remember screaming, "Go faster, go faster, go run, run the red light!" Because I, I think that's what she was doing. So I was just like, "Let's just keep doing it," like, you know? Why not? So, man. Uh, and it was weird. But she was she was a riot with you. She man. was a riot. Yeah, she was just right. her and I. Um, I you were, he, was, he was riding shotgun, sir. But yeah, was right next to. Me. I was I was riding a shotgun. Back, it's in a van. It's like a minivan, you know, a, you know, um, family van. So, and she was there. Was, I can tell you there was nothing. Fast, there was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was. There was nothing family oriented happened in the passenger seat to the driver. There was nothing family conversation wise that was would have the kids could have overheard. There's not any way that was happening. Um, I just remember one thing her favorite number was like 69, or she liked 69. And that's the part how do you even get to there with your Uber driver? It's the real question, you know what I mean? Like, how did how did did I feel like I should bring that up? Did she bring that up? How did we mutually get there? Like, Let's talk about you, your husband, and the in sixty ninety. And anyway, maybe it was her speed at the moment. It was, it was a, it was a very enlightening conversation. That's all I can say. But I was dying. I told her she was a hoot. I remember telling her she was a hoot. I was like, "You're a hoot." Who is it? You? And she was a hoot. So that's the brew at the zoo. A little bit of information. We also, I don't want to go too far in it too. We did go. And, to the farm all of us together actually and they steven is one of our great hunting buddies so he is oftentimes with us at the farm doing our farm work and stuff like that and it's also really fitting that he's here today because tomorrow is opening day for deer season here in south carolina at least our part of the state so august 15th is a holiday if it isn't it should be nationally it's not state either but it should be so we we recognize it and celebrate it so this year it's on a Sunday. Thank goodness we don't have to take time off. So there goes that uh, that sick day. So anyway, with that being said, I got my hunt license at the last minute. So that's good. I'm legal now. Me too. Just today. Oh, yeah. About an yeah, hour. Enough, ago. Yeah, I did too. I got the screenshots. I'm yeah, good. I'm like screenshot. Here we go. And got the tag. Oh, I do got the tags up. I got my tags. I got them in my bag. I just finished packing it up, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Got these things. A while ago. So but on our way to, I'm going to kind of step away from this conversation and let you guys lead a little bit. But on the way at the farm the other day, we, we were cleaning up and, uh, you know, getting the trees, you know, trimmed up for the stand so we could see. And we have a little lawnmower that we kind of push around around the stands and cut stuff with a tractor and plowing and planting a little bit. Uh, anything exciting happened that would be worth sharing i think there was i'm gonna i'm gonna let you guys lead it as it happened well all i can say is uh we pulled up in front of one of the stands from the field in our truck and we had to um get the push mower out from the back so we did that so i started up i started pushing in to the stand itself because it's a nice narrow section between the trees you get the walk through so you know we want to make sure where we're walking is kind of clear um, so I walk through there and I, you know, start on the outside, you know, probably like anybody would 
and is their push mower and I uh, just start on the outside. Start on the outside, and I'm I'm just like, well, I'm gonna go all the way to the path that we normally walk in from behind the stand to get there. And so I go that way, and I'm just pushing along, minding my own business. All of a sudden, I don't know really how far away where the push mower was from the rattlesnake, but it just, it was all cooled up, and it just goes like that. And I'm like, buck. And I yell, rattle, rattle, and keep getting higher and higher. And I slowly back away with the mower still running, just in case the guy try to come at me. But, um that's what happened there and then i think so at this time i'm hearing um we're hearing jeff screaming in the woods uh oh shit snake rattle 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 um of course the mower's still going so it's still hard to hear um like snake snake all right so uh, at this time i'm the only one uh i think that had their pistol with us i don't I think Aaron had right. yours. Or, no, mine was um, in the truck. I was on a tractor, so yeah. I was in my truck next to you guys. Yep. So <laughs> I, I was the only one that had it. Uh, God, this I is an embarrassing mower, story. You did have the push mower, and I still say you should have freaking well, just I, I, right over it. Well, we're gonna, but, uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna ask about why we didn't do that in a minute for sure. I'm gonna ask why what he, what he contemplated at that moment, but um, we can we can finish that up in a second. All right. So, um, so, you know, this time I, I'm the only one with the, with the gun. So I, I go back up there and I get maybe 10 feet away from it. Um, I don't really know how close to get to it or how close not to get to it. Cause that's honestly the first time I've ever I think I've been up that close to a rattlesnake. Um, there's definitely been other snakes. You know, was yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we, We'd come across a couple of uh, king snakes or something, and uh, Aaron likes to throw bags of corn when he sees those. But I was shocked by that uh, thing out of the way. <laughs> um, but this was the first <laughs> snake. No, that that's what I did. Could really, exactly yeah. Did. No, I'm, I mean, it, you just heard something move in the in the in the leaves on the ground, and then he's got it on his shoulder. Next thing you know, it's 15 feet in the air. I mean, it. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. It was probably the most athletic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, right. Where's that, where that muscle coming from? Well, yeah, yeah. No, like wh- where head. that strength came from? Like at that moment in time, you know how like people get get in a wreck and they're like, they're like, I picked up a twenty thousand, you know, twenty five hundred pound car to like, like the that, in that like moment, the, my body the mom complex die. or something. What's it called? Yeah, or like or the, just adrenaline, you know, like the yeah, fight or flight. Like at that time, my body assumed I was gonna die and it had to fight to survive. So the corn was a, was just a. Uh, was was uh holding me back so i had to get rid of it quickly <laughs> so anyway, yep. but yeah so yes uh so you know I, i'm this is the first time obviously i've said, been up close to one of the to a rattlesnake and um uh, so i got i got the gun I, I put a bullet into the chamber and uh i didn't realize it but i, I must have been shaken uh <laughs> when i took the first shot because i didn't hit him in the head sure enough i hit him like right down maybe like a foot and a half down from the tail in the coil um so i mean who knows it might have been close to his head at the time he was coiled up but true. Uh, uh but by the time he so of course he's probably a little pissed now so he starts moving and that scares me because i like i don't know exactly how far away it's got he he's got to be before he's in striking distance and i'm like oh shit i don't really want to be that close and but luckily it goes behind a tree um and i'm able to kind of 
maybe get a little bit closer than before. And, you know, I think, all right, you know, I, I'm a good shot with my pistol. You know, um, I've usually on Let target Let me go ahead side, and say, Stephen is a phenomenal shot with his pistol, actually. He is a really good shot. I would, I would we say all have confidence. Get, yeah, we have, I could say he would compete with us any day at any, you know, target range. But yeah, so usually, I mean, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because it was a moving target or like it wasn't moving at that time or. I honestly think it was just my nerves, but I mean, I must have put eight rounds just silhouetted around his head, and he's <laughs> yeah. just sitting there looking at me like, "What are you? Are you gonna hit I me?" Mean, or? It was like, inches, I mean, man. I mean, it was yeah. the of the like it, I, I couldn't even see the bullet splash. So I wasn't even, I didn't know where I was even missing, and I mean, nine shots in, I'm like, "Where's it going?" Yeah, you're getting good. It. You were definitely um, getting. Yeah, I was getting a little frustrated. Um, I'm not used to to being that inaccurate uh, or wasting that many bullets to hit something. Um, well, great, I hit it on the first shot. I just missed the next seven, and then uh, finally, I let, I let Aaron, I let Aaron come up and uh, and do the deed. One shot right right in the neck and uh, in and out. And uh, so that was the the rattlesnake, and then of course. We got to try to get it out of the woods. So we've got a garden hoe and a rake and uh, still trying to avoid the fangs because, you know, it's still poisonous. It wiggles. I hate that. I hate more than anything. Those those things, they just keep wiggling and tongue sticking out and like. Yeah. And you can't tell if it's dead or not. But yeah, so the the nerves and everything are still going. But um, yeah, man, we, we got it out of the woods. We lined it up. It was probably every bit as long as the the garden rake or, or the garden hose, which that's you know, five five foot. I think it's about oh, five yeah. foot or so. Um, it's four or five it, foot. It was about the it was about the length of that full that shovel. So and uh, man, we little, it's actually a little smaller than that. It was off probably was about a foot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it was too. I, yeah, I definitely seen bigger ones up there. I'm, I mean. I've seen um, pictures of the bigger ones. Y'all showed me a picture of of one that y'all y'all killed a few years back. It was that was very big. Um, it's about it's exactly think, about a foot off. But I mean, I think that's the, I think that's probably the biggest rattlesnake I've seen like up close. Well, you said that was the first one you've seen up close. Yeah, well, um, yeah. So technically, it is the biggest one you've seen up close. Yeah. Well, that king, well, that, one king, that one that one that one king snake that. That scared Aaron was a pretty big snake. Yeah, um, it was a yeah. very big snake, but it wasn't poisonous. And, and let so. me understand. I don't want to have to like defend my honor here, but because I definitely. Was, <laughs> oh, I, I mean, you don't know what it is. Wrong. You don't know no, what but, it is when I when I just yell snake. Yeah, when I walked up, Steve, you know, like, there's a snake. I was like, where? He's like, right there. I'm like, where? He's like, right there. I'm like, I couldn't see it. So that's the point where I was like, okay, I just got to get the hell out of here because I, I can't figure it out anymore. So then, then it was like, run. <laughs> <laughs> And then his like his first step to run made the snake whoosh, and like like hit all the dead leaves on the ground. And then it of course that's what prompted him to shot put the bag of corn in the air. And uh I mean I say hey, 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 Aaron, Aaron's got a little quickness in him, I'll tell you that. He's, he he can get in close distances. Yeah, I'm, I'm he, not. He got, he got he got he got 15 feet away pretty quick. Listen, if a snake little burst any, if, a little burst of speed. If if a snake if a snake's got any endurance, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right in the cast. 
you know. But I've seen him that jump many a times, many a times on the hiking trail. I've seen him jump, and it's uh, he'll run your ass over too. Yeah, well, I for sure. I, I I actually I my I am very jumpy. I don't know why. I just am. I just just always have been. You are. And uh, when we were in the mountains hiking one day, Kelly Kelly when we first started walking, she just kind of would. She didn't care about snakes, or I don't know. She thought they didn't exist, or that you wouldn't run into them. But she just kind of would you not try to slow her down and keep her, you know, trying to watch at her feet. And she, we we're in a really decently traveled um, trail in the Smokies, and there's a snake curled up that was up in the bushes, like up off the side. So it's like kind of diagonal. Like as we were walking, it was flat, but on the mountain going up, it was that up kind of diagonal. And I guess mm. there was a snake there, and Kelly walks by, and the bushes, you know, like she gets really close to it, and I was, I don't know what happened exactly, but caught it out of the corner of my eye, and I just jumped sky high, and the snake went from the side, jumped, at, struck at me, and just missed my calf. I mean, it was that snake right there does nothing for how big this one was. Uh, it just, I mean, literally I land just, and it lands like coils up and it, it, it goes in the airboard because of the angle that it's on. It's on a hill. So it jumps out and whole body comes out and plops. It goes, you can hear it like plop. It's just this big old thing and it curls up and, you know, does that. But I, I, I go to that today is the only thing that saved me because if I would have just been like chilling, like nonchalant, I would have gotten bit. I, I mean, it missed me by inches, man. Um, was so it? it was a rousing I, I, no, I, I got a picture of it. Yeah, I, I gotta find it. I took it's one of one of my pictures I have. I have to go. I don't even know where it's at, but yeah, I haven't been able to locate it. But dude, that was that's the closest I ever been. I didn't hike and I didn't have my snake boots. It was just my ankle, you know, like kind of tight boots. But that was uh, that was pretty pretty startling because it went it let her go right by it and it got went after me and it. I don't know what made me jump. I have no clue, but I just jumped. I literally jumped straight up in the air. I kicked my feet up, and that thing went right under, right, right to behind my left calf. It went right, right behind it. And when I saw it, I kind of like had to like jump, kind of weird, land weird, and it plopped right where I was standing. I'm like that's how close it was. Mm. And uh, and then it wanted to stay. Damn, and that thing chased us. I keep coiled up, and we backed off, you know. And it kept coming at us down the trail. Wow. He would so not leave us. Yeah, it didn't split you guys up, right? Like yeah, no, it did. No, it did, it actually, because in the story that I left out that we had my roommate in college, he was behind me. Um, so when it all happened, he stopped. and I Because mean, we were one after another. Kelly got in. It was me and Kelly and then and then our, my roommate behind him. Um, and so we tried to – I was done. I was like, not hiking again. Like, I'm not taking another step because – I know this snake is here and we got to come back. Not to, I'm done. Like I was over it. And we had just started. I think Kelly was a little disappointed. I was like, Can't, you're not getting me to take another step today. It ain't happening. And I, we tried, like, tried I'd probably to, be get, right there with you. Yeah. I tried to get the snake out and it would not leave. It just kept coming at us. We had to keep, me and Kelly had to keep backing up, backing up. So finally, I know they were probably in National Party and wanted, like, I had to try to throw, I like try to bash its head in the rock. And I like it. I bashed it and just pissed it off and curled up more. And it would not move. It would not move. It just stayed curled up in that corner. So finally, I like I was like, fuck it. So I I took my little I had an actual walking like six stick, and I stuck it in the ground like between me and him. But I know I hurt him at least. I hit him good with a big ass rock. And um, 
and so I stuck it there and he's just kind of like this you know looking at me and we walked around the stick and around him and just kept stick between us hoping that he would pay more attention to the stick you know moving around in front of him and he did he let us go by but that was that was definitely nothing to play with but I wish I had wow. a picture if I can find it we'll put it on here so very interesting my life, story that was a good story about the uh, snake. I, I have to say one thing about going into the funniest piece of it to me was when you got your gun and you were coming around the corner and you were walking through there, dude, I thought you were a sled for a second. You were like, you were clean. You look like you're about to clear out a building, man. You were so ready. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was the most intense, like he's, I thought I was ready until I started to pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so don't worry i've been there i've definitely dropped a clip before like i told you i dropped a clip in front of my dad like right in front of a copperhead i was like oh boy that's not <laughs> so at least you i'm looking bullets, for the know? next time to redeem myself oh uh, i hope let's find it i'll let you find it and i'll try to take care of it yeah i don't want to see it man i don't want to see it <laughs> so well, well, anyway like i hope we don't find one tomorrow that's all i gotta say yeah i hope so i was saying not looking we, still we still ain't gone in my dad's tiptoe yet we could have probably walked up it but i didn't really think we were going to be hunting up there but yeah tomorrow, but it's gonna happen <clears throat> or maybe i don't i talked to my dad he said he probably wasn't going so you may not have to go in the snake infested woods after all so that was the i think that's the logist of the farm i mean we did some work definitely did work but no that's super super fun or great got some peach trees maintain some oh we did some grass night. around it oh yeah we did say night kind of crashed here we we're gonna did. sleep outside didn't didn't ultimately do that because it was a little too hot uh really so hot very <laughs> hot it was like like the low was like 90 or something yeah it was bad <laughs> yeah I don't know. I don't and know why. It's like we brought we brought golf clubs, we brought disc golf, we brought <laughs> yeah. all this stuff. Like yeah, all the stuff to all these activities <laughs> and yeah. No, it just and didn't like, happen. No, I mean, it's way too hot. Yeah, we all none of that we all jumped happen. in the shower and just walking around in our boxers afterwards. God, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, no, it was miserable. So sure was. <clears throat> well, I don't know, Jeff. Uh, we're gonna. I think the next fitting start is really to talk about our guests. Let's go into our guests. We have. Stephen, we have a bunch of questions that uh, Jeff and I came up with. I know we gave you a few of them, a heads up, uh, so, so you could think about it. I'm sure we're going to ask you more about them than what you see on, that we gave you. Bring it can on. You us, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Let's, we're going to start off slow to get you to know you. But can you tell us what your favorite outdoor activity is? What is it? It could be sports related, trying to hunt fishing. I mean, so, so it would, it would definitely probably be sports related and uh, definitely baseball. Uh, baseball is a sport I've played my whole life. Uh, it's a game I've loved my whole life. I still play it to this day in men's leagues. Um, but yeah, so that, that's probably my, my favorite outdoors thing to do is, is play baseball. What, um, what position do you play? Uh, typically, uh, second base and shortstop, depending on uh, what we got on the team, but mostly middle infield. Um, played second base my whole life. Played that all the way from, you know, the T-ball to high school and even um, now in men's league. I played a lot more short in men's league as I've gotten older, uh, just because... Uh, we, we'd either needed it guys not show up. So then I got to move over there. 
it's fun though. I, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't play much short growing up. Uh, so playing it, playing it as I got older was, has been a lot of fun because it's, it's always fun to, to kind of learn a new position and uh, all the ins and outs of it. And shortstop's really a, a, a big component of the defensive side of baseball. And it's a, it's a fun little game to play. That's the adventurous, Steven. What's that? That's the adventurous side of Steven. <laughs> no, I do like doing some, you know, hunting and fishing and stuff. But if, you, if I, my favorite thing, my favorite activity outdoors is definitely baseball. Yeah, I was just speaking for, like, learning new things and all that stuff. That's your adventurous side if you like to do it, obviously. So, mm-hmm. all right. This is the final question on that. The Tailblazers have a concession stand. You're at the baseball game. We only have two products. The products are sunflower seeds or that... Little tobacco looking bubble gum. What are you getting? And it's 50 cents. Uh the big chew bubble gum? Yeah. Yeah. You're getting big chew. You're getting big chew every time? All day. Big chew every time. All right. All day. Well, for for personal, personally, me, I, I don't I don't I'm not a I'm not a big a fan of sunflower seeds as most baseball players. I, I'm typically a gum guy. I like the gum. I kind of felt it. like that is relatable. I, I kinda like would eat sunflower seeds more because other people had them, but like didn't I, I didn't really care. Gum was probably more something I was interested in as well. Yeah, I, I never have them myself. So if I mean, if I do have some flower seeds, it's it's. I mean, it's just because somebody else had them and they offered them. And yeah, that's exactly yeah. Good. I mean, it, it cuts up the inside of your lip and everything, and yeah, or the inside of your mouth. And um, yeah, you know, give me give me some big league chew bubble gum. Give me the grape. I'm good. Oh, yeah. You need a whole pack though, because it's only good for like five minutes, and you gotta get a new one. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah that is true, man. They may. They, I don't know how they ever. They're not. They should be in business for the rest of their life. They have such a good marketing scheme. Just like just have no flavor, and uh, they'll have to buy it again over and over and over. Yeah, exactly. You gotta buy yeah. six packs of them for one baseball game. And that really big guy on the uh, on the uh, picture, the logo, man, that's uh, selling it for me. Because I want to be sure. like him when I grow up, you know. Absolutely. Bubble gum. I get it. It's like those vodka commercials that show private jets. And you don't like want to eat it. Ladies. You don't want to swallow it. You don't want to eat maybe it. That's, maybe that's where you're Just like wrong. back. You don't want to swallow it either. Yeah. Not yeah. many things I can say there, but I'm not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we know. Would you, next question. <laughs> would you you're rather... I, the whole I, I can't be the only person that was thinking that. Uh, would you yeah. rather hunt or fit? I mean, let, let some other people listen, and they may think it as well. Would you rather hunt or fish, and why? Ah, uh, that's a tough one because I, I I thoroughly enjoy both. Um, okay, let me make it easier. Multiple choice. Would you rather a hunt or b fish? <laughs> <laughs> great great way to mix it up really changes the dynamic <laughs> yeah get you to sleep um, yeah just, just, just uh wet the whistle here um tough um well so just for this one aspect alone i think with fishing you you can um be a little bit noisier you can have some music going cracking jokes um uh just for that aspect alone i would think i've enjoyed a lot of our time like fishing uh whenever you lived down here and we either we would go to the fish at the pond 
and everything. Um, just for that aspect alone, because deer hunting, you got to be really quiet. And obviously, we kind of cut jokes every now and then and probably scare some deer off. But I think just the ability to to be a little bit louder, play some music. Um, I think I'd probably say fishing just just for that one aspect. But that's that's a really tough one to answer, though, because like I said, I really enjoy both. I uh, I think I agree with you on that as well. I think that's what I said. Didn't you kind of say something similar? I think it's exact. I think you hit exactly how we feel about it. No. Um, yeah, I said it's nice. For- it is nice to be able to play some music. What kind of music would you listen to? Oh, man, you know, it depends on where we're fishing. You know, if it's like a pond or, you know, a freshwater pond or something, you typically got to go with the Eminem because it, okay. it seems that it, Eminem radio uh, really just draws the fish up. You know, he just he just speaks aquatic lyrics, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. Aquatic just, lyrics. Yeah, that's what he is. Yeah. He's an aquatic lyricist. So, does, it I mean, you know, the fish? does it help catching the fish? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it like brings them right to you, man. All you do is just toss the line out. It's in there for two seconds, and you got a fish. I mean, yeah, it's man. like they're trying to they're trying to get on the boat. I mean, they're just like some jams for a second. Yeah. Exactly. It's like he's only got one it, opportunity, one shot. It's got one shot. It's like you know? worm vomit on my my scales. You know, like, he knows. He's going. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. a good. One. You know, it's interesting you say that. I think pond fishing, 100% imminent. Uh, if I mean, if I'm in a, if I'm when we were doing some trout and spot tail, I gotta say though, as much as I like Eminem, listening to that kind of uh, that genre, I, there's something about like kind of classic rock that seems also nice. It fits well being in a boat and water, especially in inlets and and, and trolls and everything. Uh, that's really nice. But I mean, it can yeah, I agree with you on that on the lake, on the lake as well. Sometimes country overdoes it for me there, but I don't know. As Jeff would do scream. I, did, I like, like to make fish. Get the fish. <laughs> yeah, not all the time, but I mean sometimes. double bass for days. Yeah, and then sometimes I hit that keg in there. You know, that's always a good time. Yeah, I'm gonna probably get in trouble because that was really loud and probably woke the baby. But I had to do it for the podcast. <laughs> oh, no way to go. If you could be a piece of camping equipment, what kind of what would you be and why? What what piece of camping equipment would most uh, would represent your personality, who you are? Personality. And why would I have, it be? I have to say this is probably one of the better questions that I've seen because we asked questions before, but this question, I, I like this. This is the unique question. So Jeff, do you have an answer to this that you want to answer? No, I have an answer. I didn't even think about an answer for it. I okay, well, put on the spot. But well, you this like- is all for Stephen. Remember, Stephen's our guest. Okay. Let's well, if you think of something after Stephen, you got some time. I'd like to hear it because I'll be pondering it as well. So you could be, so, be a lot of stuff being camping equipment. You know, what would yeah, you bring camping and what would you be? What is your personality? What are you in the camping equipment world? Mm. God, I don't know if I would be this, but it's definitely probably my my favorite equipment piece of equipment. Um, okay, but you're gonna have to explain why you would be this. I, I got it. Yeah. Okay. okay. I got gotcha. you. Uh, the machete. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the machete. machete clears the way. You know, if you gotta, if you're walking through the woods, you know, walk through a path or something, uh, take down the 
the branches that are in the way, you know. You know, sometimes you're just sitting there, even though it's machete, that thing might as well be Excalibur, you know. It yeah. might as well be, you know, the mighty sword of Troy or whatever. I don't know. You know, you just sit there slashing branches and everything. Yeah, uh, I think that, I, I, that, that that's probably a piss poor explanation, but no, no, it's you, probably like my funnest thing because I can't think of another equipment that what, like embodies me. Like I don't, I, I mean, what would uh, I say? Like, I, uh, I agree with you because I've seen him in machete action, man. And I gotta say, getting a machete and just going bah, bah, it is a lot of fun. It is, yeah, it is even energy right there for sure. It uh, is. I actually think it's it's a very good answer to, from what I know of Stephen, and I don't know him a lot. That's um, <laughs> yeah, a good one. I, I like it. So, Jeff, I'll give you some more time to think. If I could be a piece of camping equipment, I just came up with it because I didn't know I was going to be put on the spot, so I think it's a good one. I would be uh, a flint and a striker because I'm the uh, flame that lights the night. Flame that lights the night. Okay. I, I like, like friction, it. and I'm the, fl- I'm the uh, flame that lights yeah, the night. Gotta- the night a slogan too Uh okay go ahead yeah oh i don't know man um i don't know i still couldn't even think of one but i don't know we'll come back to it okay are you gonna get it to us by the end of the show i hope so okay i was in the footnotes on the bottom (laughs) yeah I literally, I only had the same amount of time. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just edit that in. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Because I really okay. don't have one, but I want it to be good. Well, hold on, hold on, Jeff. Say, I don't want to name it, a ransom one out there. I say be, I would be, and then that way that gives the editor the cue to put it in the bottom there at that time. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're good. Just in case you want to remind yourself. I just want to give myself a credit uh, thinking of that in the time that Steven spoke because I had not planned to ask that, answer that question. But there you go. Uh, now, I will say that the, the flint in the, the fire strike is probably the most important thing. I think a lot of them can be important Again. besides that. because well, I That's mean, true because if you don't, if you don't have know, any, something to cut said, the wood, you can't light right. the fire. Let's say, let's say, all right, let's say I'm, I'm a water bladder. <laughs> You have to have hydration to stay alive. Yeah. So you're going to find it somewhere along the The fact that you went with water bladder instead of just like a water bottle. Well, thermos. time I drink, I'm the one that's anyway. So it makes more filling to pour out that I'm that. Makes more fitting that I'm that. You said filling. What did you say? (laughs) (laughs) It's more filling. I, uh, you've, been, you've been putting some of this in your backpack. The uh, water a pack does work on a you know a trip that me and him did for twenty eight point three miles. I sucked out of his water bladder quite a bit, uh, right in the woods in front of everybody, just sucking on his water bladder. I was like, he's like, give it to me, and uh, I suck on his water bladder, and uh, <laughs> I helped him out so much for that. He did. I had a lot of. I was nervous at first, but he's like, it's fine. Go ahead. He was like, he was like Aquaman to me at the time. He was just full of water and just, just had what I needed, you know. It was everything was straight about it. it. Was it was fine? See, and that's what makes it even more fitting than a water bladder. Yeah, yeah. You you were you, yeah. You saved that probably hike for me because it was hard to do it without water. Yeah, and all you had was a 
forty ounce bottle. <laughs> yeah, I had to buy the last. I don't remember I the one you bought at the store. <laughs> yeah, just because I wanted to. On the way stuff. there. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> it's a bad time to realize you're going to hike twenty eight point three miles, and then two o'clock in the morning you realize you have forgot your water. That's for you sure. Can't really, yeah, you can't really do anything about it. That is for um, sure. We haven't even talked about that hike yet, but uh, it nope. was a challenge nonetheless. Yeah. Well, that's good, Stephen. Yes. I mean, I think, I think a machete. I think that's a good one. I think that fits you. I bet you we'd all survive together if we were those items. The machete, the flint, flint and fire starter, water. and then the water pack. Yeah. Because yeah. on all those, you can make something out of something. You can hunt. You fish. Uh, you can do whatever, and you'd be able to survive. Because yeah. you had a heat source. Get our new utility, and then you got something to carry water. So if we ever do another show, we're going to have somebody draw a little special logo for us. For Steven, we'll have a water bladder <laughs> next to a, uh, a piece of flint next to a machete. And it just be like the three logos, and we just post them up at the bottom. And it's the uh, three camping amigos. <laughs> I like it. No, it'd be good. I don't know why we didn't do that already. Um, so, yeah, what'd you stop that? Oh, no, I know, right? Yeah, we can only what do you, can, what do you mean? It's already there, it's there, it's already there. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> okay, oh, oh, damn, hey, it is. He's calling it already. <laughs> yeah, I got two days to work on it. You, you, got, you got your work cut in for you, Jeff. <laughs> well. Steven, you're the best artist here, so we expect a machete, a bladder, and a flint head. <laughs> I don't even know what a bladder what looks like. I would, yeah, that looks like it look like an IV bag. <laughs> All right. We've done a lot of, we've done a few things together, but it, there's probably some times in life as you've been growing up that I haven't experienced with you, and I'm assuming Jeff hasn't been there either. Uh, what is the funniest thing well, really I thought happening? we were going to do a break after that question, remember? It's interesting that, you, yeah, it's just interesting that I've been wanting to break the whole time, and you've just decided now that it's the time. You're 100% on board now. <laughs> it's like the ferry's already left, and I'm on the dock again, but I was wanting to get on the ferry the whole time. Well, yeah, let's uh, let's got to make it entertaining <laughs> for our folks, man. we got to keep them on a high note and to come back after the break. No, so I agree. Now they, they, they want to know if his uh, childhood favorite childhood activity was or whatever you asked him okay i'll read the question <laughs> whatever you we'll asked break. Him. <laughs> give him some time to think what is your what is the funniest thing that's ever happened to you in the outdoors don't answer the question yet we're about to get on the break ferry and yeah, we're gonna pause that so that's gonna not be with us it's just anything that's in your lifetime you're like dang that's that's, that's a funny experience but i uh but i did it so this break has been brought to you by the all about nothing podcast you can find them at the all about nothing.com you can find them on facebook at all about nothing dash us you can find them on twitter at aan lower or underscore pod it is a great podcast they talk about all about nothing we've been there we've done it it was awesome and by the way good luck to barrett as he has surgery this week i knew i messed up last time but i am super excited to be able to drink another beer um <laughs> so this time we're gonna get a little bit darker huh yeah, go sure. a little bit darker and dark. going to let you show it because I can't show it. Here it is. So, Double cold brew. 
There's a double cold brew Imperial coffee stout. Let me tell you something. If you don't know anything about me, I don't like um, olives, but I do like coffee. And I do also like coffee in my beer. Those are interesting things about me. Um, I don't like to tell everybody. We lost Steven. Steven's gone. I, I'm getting a call. I don't know who it is. I'm just declining. Hey, answer them. I had a prank call on you. Uh, I don't know if though. I don't know if it'll work. Yeah. So anyway. I seriously. Anyway, so I, I, I've had a couple of these that I really like. Some of them, sometimes it's, they overdo it. Sometimes they don't. This also is in the batch that you brought us back from Florida as well. Right? We're just now catching up to that. Yeah. yeah we I, have, have, I think I decided to go with two so we can kind of get these out of the way and do some other things. But anyway, this is, out, this is called Alcatraz Brewing. It's a double cold brew imperial so coffee says, out with 8.8% uh, alcohol. And it says why escape. Oh, it's heavy. That's pretty strong, uh, yeah. Why escape? Our double cold brew is dark with a pronounced head and a long lingering finish. The beer wow. is not sweet, nor I've is seen it dry. I've in a description before. It was a video. It strikes a complex balance in between. The coffee flavor takes the lead in this beer. Wait. There's the lead in the beer? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it is from California. The coffee flavor takes the lead in this beer instead of go. supporting role like other Imperial coffee stouts. Visit us at www.alcatraz.beer to learn more. So anyway, um, double cold brew. All right. So first, are you going to be joining us uh, with another beer, Stephen? Uh, I've just got the same same Nothing kind of beer I had before. I'm going to smell yeah. this a couple times. Did you already pour it? Yeah, I was. I was. I told you, drink another beer. I'm going to wait for you to sip. But while you're sipping, let me show you some pictures. Some adventures that me and Stephen used to have. If you don't want to see the most badass picture of ever, uh, you can see that this it, this honestly should be your Tinder profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's me. That's Stephen. And this That's is a great face shark. I'm making. Yeah. I mean, very friendly shark. Listen, a lot of people, a lot of people have their dogs in their pictures. Mm. We got our pet shark, dude. Fresh. Pet sharks, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's one picture I thought was. Very interesting. Here's a little, not only, not only we are very popular, but we don't mind getting a little kiss from nature and some fish kisses. Check out that little fish kissing him. Or I, everything's backwards. I'm learning still, right? The little fish and check out that fish in the background. It is just can't get off of me. A uh, little fish kiss uh, from me and Steven. They pucker fishes? Uh, yeah, they were, we were pucker fishing them. And just one day we were doing a little shark fishing with my dad, throwing my dad up in this. Uh, a little bit of a shark titty twister that they were doing to me. I don't know why that's what they thought was the most uncomfortable picture because I don't like people touching my titties like that. Uh, <laughs> and much less a shark. Exactly fish. why we did it. Right. Uh, right. And I, it took a bit. My dad, like you know, like I was just being unreasonable. I love you, Dad. And finally, but the last, but we do have to mess up, and we do have bloopers. So here's a fish slapping me in the face at the time I took the picture. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that's a little uh, rendezvous of me and Steven, some adventures that we used to have in Charleston. Done a lot of crazy things to get a lot of fun down there. 
I do quite thoroughly miss it. I'm going to sip on this beer and allow Stephen to tell us what is the one of the funniest things that's ever happened to you in the outdoors. It can be with us or it can also, let me get back on the tractor, uh, be without us, whatever you want to be. You lead the way. <laughs> the funniest time I've had in the outdoors, it, I mean, it definitely involved both of y'all. Um, we were at, it's actually recently, we were at a, a lake in North Carolina and we paid <laughs> We each paid a hundred dollars. Was it hundred twenty or a hundred a piece, something like, like that, for a, uh, for a fishing guide? I thought it was right right there. I think it was like a hundred, and then twenty was like tip or something we did or something. Like that. Yeah. Okay. So that's what it was. So, yeah, a hundred dollars for the uh, for the the fishing guide uh, for the I, I guess for the fishing guide. Yeah. So um, we go out fishing guide. What what uh, yeah fishing guide. Hey, what, what, what lake were we at? Ah, oh, crap. Like, Jokahassee uh, <laughs> or lake something Nantahala. like that? Lake Nantahala. Nantahala. In North Carolina. It's a mountain lake. N- yes. Right, Nantahala. Um, and so we go out on this guy. This guy pulls up, rolls up in a, a little, a little, uh, Sea Pro or Key West or something like that. Uh, not too big. Only maybe like a 15, 16 foot boat, maybe. Yeah. Um, and uh we had four of us getting on and uh there wasn't i don't think there was four seats on the boat i think we were sitting like on the ground in the boat or something or kelly oh, was at least was step ledge or whatever that some, someone sitting on yeah and um so we're we're this whole fishing tour guide goes on for you know five hours or so um <laughs> the whole time we're we're going we must have gone to a ton of spots you know at least a half dozen dozen spots the whole lake, the whole lake not catching a dadgum thing not even every not even a nibble and we're, we're, we're every, the whole time. every spot that we're at this guy is like yep got one here right here this spot about this big thing was beauty Oh, when was that? Is that like this week or recent? Four years ago. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so every spot we went to, it seemed like he had had really good luck in that spot. Uh, just only about four or five years ago. Um, so needless to say, the whole day uh, was the whole day was basically just filled with him telling us how how good of a spot that was four years ago. And we never really caught any fish. I think Aaron caught one fish once we started going up into the up close to shore. And I mean, it was, what was it? A little birch. Uh, a, yeah. a birch. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the whole time he's just sitting there telling us about how good of a spot it was. And he's like, all right, it was good four years ago. I'll tell you what, that, that one day, four years ago, we caught so many fish, so many fish. But uh, so we had we had no fish, but we we knew how good it was four years ago, um, and I uh, I just just remember that that was that was pretty funny. Uh, we were kind of we were kind of really hoping to catch a lot of fish that day, and uh, it just didn't work out. Uh, you know, we should have been there four years ago. Yeah. That's all I can say. I, that it was first of all, I've done a few fishing trips, you know, charter trips. That by far was the worst charter trip i read and it wasn't because of the dude the dude was fine um it was because i was so absolutely hungover 
and my wife was puking off the side of this boat. And we're like, and yeah, I left reason, that out. You're gonna say that, but all right. Yeah, I, I didn't want to throw her under the bus like that, but since you did, then we'll, we'll go with it. I mean, he must have said he he must have the guy must have said like six times like she's turned six different shades of green. <laughs> but give it to her though; she was being a trooper, man. We were getting her money. She was. She really was. I I was stupid and brought in shorts, and it happened to be freezing cold. <laughs> Uh, it was yep. kind of wet out there, like misty-ish rain. It was absolutely miserable. The dude, I'm sitting in the corner, dude spitting tobacco out every every corner. They're not quite making it off the side. It's like all over the <laughs> boat. And, uh, and and then to make it worse, you're like, yeah, man, we caught a point. You said caught big fish. You're like, oh, nice. Well, yeah, about four years ago, you should have been here. We're here now, you know. What are we going to do? And I have to say, as we got into it, because I think – like we went through every inch of that lake I, if, if anything and i mean we're just sitting there looking at each other like are, are we gonna catch a fish or or yeah is this guy does this guy really like this, like this, part of me is just like this is just some random dude who answered an ad on facebook just yeah. he just has a boat he doesn't know where to fish but he's got a boat and well, a few poles he just makes a I'm, quick 400 bucks I'm the <laughs> just taking you on a boat ride sure. I was unsure what was going to happen when we, I, that whole communication was a little spotty at best. And, uh, and then there was a part to me that, cause I think he was disappointed that we didn't cut. Like, I felt like he was, he thought we were determined and he like did the extra mile. Be, I think he could have let us go like earlier and like he didn't kept trying to get us a fish. Yeah. And there, there was a moment in my mind where I thought like this became a side, like in order for us to catch a fish, that was the only way as captives we were going to be released and that's what was going I was like we got to catch one fish or we're never going to go home and then when i finally caught this little perch it wasn't even a time to celebrate it was like finally i can give this guy some peace that he can go home and he's done a good job you know because i don't care anymore like i was over and he's like oh I'll keep going i'm like i don't i almost don't care you know like i was so over it I, I should there was there was a lot of alcohol the night before and we weren't catching anything you know and uh I, it was definitely a rough morning uh, it was a rough definitely morning. would i do it again absolutely, I absolutely. Would. We, were trying, we were trying to get the uh chinook salmon because that's the only lake on the east coast that has, has it supposedly it's all <laughs> so, right we can go we can go back in three years and then we should be all right yeah, yeah, when he says like next year, so I somehow I mean I followed him on Facebook. Him and I became friends, whatever. I have no <laughs> clue, and I don't. Maybe I'm I don't know. And he posts stuff. It's probably a good idea. It's good contact it, to have. I think so. It's funny because he uh, he posts like pictures of these people that he's still taking out chartering, and it's always like just one singular fish. Like the one time I caught one singular fish, and I just assume like everybody that like they're all smiling and happy like. Look at this three pound smallmouth this person caught. And I'm like, you know, they, they seem happy, but I bet they felt, I bet they're all happy because they're like, finally, we get to go home. You know, like we're, we're going finally home. Finally, when he could take us away. Yeah. Like we'll be out. It's like, it's like the boat trip that never ends, you know, just like we'll fish until we catch one, you know. And, uh, and I, I think they're all excited for that. I never ever see like a boat full of fish, it's always just a single fish. And it's always one single random species of fish 
and it's mostly small bath or perch. That, that's literally it. And then the other day, it was funny. Yeah, I think I even sent it, screenshot it, but uh, he sent a, a picture that was just like it, one of those salmon. And he's like, four years ago, that was a great time. It's like, yeah, I've been there before. <laughs> you heard know. that. It was uh, 2014. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, which is way more it than was four years. It was a weird memory. Yeah. But he said something that somebody posted uh, a, a comment under him, and I looked under him, and he said something like, DNR guy said next year the three-year-olds should be should be, um, should be be um biting. So, I don't, I don't know what that even We got to go back. I, I would, I'm sure I would, we'll go back to the league. I'm sure we'll I would like back. to go back. I'd go back. If Kelly wanted to go back there, Absolutely. actually. She's yeah. like, because it's kind of peaceful. Yeah. I like nice that house, too. That was a nice house. That really was. Yeah, down to the river. I mean, down to the lake, not the river, but the walkway down to it. That was so much easier than stairs. Way oh, yeah. It was still a lot well, I mean, they did it right because it was a very steep hill. I mean, you, if it's that steep, you got to do it. I no, mean, it's dude. a long walk, but you got to do had, it like that. Otherwise, I mean, you're just going <laughs> to, you're going down. They had a, Jeff had the house. We went with him. Uh, the first time we ever went there, I went there. I don't know if he'd been before, but uh, it was it was up, it was straight up and down, man. It was pretty brutal. Um, there's the, all the way. That's why that like something like that was is not a. And their difference. dock, the dock was a lot nicer too. Dock was it was nice. a lot more and nicer. I, I think it. it was yeah, a really good spot nice. for like for like swimming and stuff. Well, I know I yeah. didn't really get in the water that much because it was kind of cold, but I don't do cold there. water very well, but. Uh, little cove and a spot to swim they had that big old foam thing that you could chill yeah. on they had a bunch big, of had a, had a big dock i mean you could fish off one side of the dock and then hang off hang out on the other mm-hmm. yeah i i would say i'd go back to that for sure, for sure. Like. so before we digress too far uh aaron how you like this beer it's good actually this beer is uh got a lot of coffee power to it um it's it's yeah i would i don't want to say i i don't want to use the word overpowering but it's uh, it's much more overpowering coffee flavor than a lot of the other coffee beers i've had yeah i, I like it if you like coffee this is a good beer i actually yeah. don't i actually almost feel like i'm not drinking a beer i taste it's almost to me more of a a strong cold brew you know like one on ice or something like that so yeah. i mean it I, I, it feels good. The coffee's definitely uh, blending the alcohol. What, what about your, What about yourself, sir? What do you yeah, think? yeah. I, I think it's about. I would have to say about the same as you do. It has a nice coffee aroma to it as well. Oh, um, sorry. This definitely it is yeah. definitely a stout. Also, it's uh you know heavily bodied, and stouts are usually more um, coffee flavored as well. So it's wet. Is, it's very wet. <clears throat> I'm just. Sweat. Yeah, feeling on the tongue game. Come on. So and then yeah, but I I enjoy it. I mean I'm I'm halfway through, so I'm really enjoying it. I, I, I enjoyed it. I did, oh, right. These two these two beers are not comparable as far as you know what kinds of beer they are, but but it was really good. Definitely go in the route of pale ale first over the coffee. I would never go the coffee over first and then go pale ale afterwards. Because this one just over overwhelms your uh, taste buds. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I could drink a lot of them because it's pretty 
pretty heavy. But. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. I think this is like a finishing beer, you know, at the end, like a nightcap kind of beer. Yeah. Probably wouldn't be my favorite. I'm not a big coffee drinker. No, you yeah. probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. I don't know if they make a hot chocolate beer, but you would be all over. I'd be all over that one. <laughs> Why haven't they? We had that hot chocolate one, remember? It didn't taste anything like Mexican chocolate. Hot I don't think. It was a little I, bit spicy. It was a Mexican hot chocolate brown ale. All right. I'm going to try this. Okay. What are you doing? I'm going to do what you did already. Ladies and gentlemen, our double cold brew is dark with a pronounced head and a long, glee green finish. This beer is not sweet, nor is it dry. It strikes a complex balance in between. The coffee flavor takes the lead in this beer instead of a supporting role. Like other Imperial Coffee Sounds, visit us at www.alcatraz.per to learn more. Thank you. I just wanted to see if I could do it better. All right, I guess we'll have to let our fans... Do a better announcing voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll have to have, let our fans uh, duke it out on that one. Yeah. Tell us, tell us what their thoughts are. Oh, Who's no, the no, better no. announcer? Who's the better announcer? I probably went too fast. Is it Aaron or is it Jeff? We don't know, but they will decide. Did it sound good in your head? But I think I went too fast. I should have slowed up. Those announcers, man, they're so good. They're so slow. <laughs> I'm not sensual enough. I don't believe it. <laughs> no, what? You work, I mean, on, you really you can work on your your you can work on your reading spelling though. I mean Yeah, reading spelling. <laughs> I went to yeah. S to a Z. Yeah, uh, yeah I think it's got to be more like our double cold brew is dark with a pronounced head and a long, lingering finish. Something I don't think like that's that. the. I don't know if that's the route you, that it gives off. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm just if I was reading in it for their a little bit of a head on there. Let's a little head. Our double cold brew is dark with a pronounced head and a long lingering finish that was the pause that they put in there yeah, I, I think it, yeah i i if, you, if this could be this this could definitely um be a, a porno check out our double cold brew it's dark with a pronounced head and a long lingering finish i think that one was the best so far though definitely <laughs> clip it it's a sound sound bite you should just have that be able to play it whenever you want on your podcast. <laughs> We're gonna put that on the end credits. Just, just clip it. I need a button so we can repeat that because we're gonna need that later. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, I'm done talking, man. Ask this man some questions. You're done talking. I think there but, was um, still one more on your sheet, but I want to ask him mine before we go into that last one on your sheet. I, so, no, I technically I'm done. That B and E went together. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. All right. Sounds good. Um, so, Stephen, what fears you most about the outdoors? Uh, it, it's got to be – it's got to be in, like, murky water or swamp water and where you're standing in it, and it's, like, either – anywhere between knee and waist high and you can't see where your feet are um i think that's probably the biggest fear 
when I'm in the outdoors. Like, so for instance, I took Aaron to a, uh, a rope swing one time and uh, to get to it, you kind of have to walk through some little shallow water and then start walking up some tree uh, trunks that are kind of in the, in the ground. Uh, we didn't make it to the tree swing because Aaron spotted out a snake right away about, about, about five to 10 feet away from us. And so we just backtracked. But um, that was another one of those. Was like, yep, done. Not gonna do the rope yep, swing. Yep, nope, yep, we're done. <laughs> just done. Just cut it. Um, but then also, uh, you know, if if we're ever hunting or walking through a swamp or something, you can't. If it's like super early in the morning, you can't see where you're walking. You can't. You know, you might trip over a branch that's underneath the water that you don't see. Not know if it's an animal or a huge crocodile or something. Just chilling. <laughs> under the when water did you go to australia i mean cro- there's well, alligator okay alligator whatever <laughs> i'm like holy smokes <laughs> sorry i forgot which one of those species is very common here but the uh, the alligator there's plenty of them around in the swamplands and if you're walking through them i don't know there's something about that that just makes me uneasy when i can't see the <laughs> the ground underneath the water when you can't see the dinosaur lurking underneath you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or just, or snakes, you know, or anything like up against some brush, or like the edges of water, probably the most. Uh, yeah, that, definitely for sure. That, that's got to be it. Those because, are your moments. They said um, black water, the black moments. water, and uh, oh, we're talking at the same time. Go ahead. No. Oh. Okay. I heard things. Those are those buds talking to you. That's probably the beers. Um, it's probably this eight percent coffee you got me. It's yeah. like waking me up and trying to knock me out at the same time. <laughs> Damn, this thing is a. It should be long head, double punch, you know? <laughs> double penetrate your senses. Um, cheers. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, Stephen. I know. You know wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Whatever. Yeah, yep. that's, that's where that went along with the other thing I said. So, <clears throat> speaking of of alligators, says I heard about the crocodile thing at Stephen. Right? I don't know if this is true, but I heard that there could be like crocodiles in like the Everglades a little bit. Like somebody like threw some in there. I don't know. Uh, it's probably from some crazy thing, but I don't. Could, I mean, maybe. Could that's all we really need, you know? Is uh, just another kind of reptile that has teeth, like that. another another dinosaur in our area. <laughs> yeah, but I always I thought it'd be really cool if we had a little John boat, you know, a six pack of beer each, and we could go down there to the Everglades and kill some anacondas because they had they have competition where they kill anaconda like hundred dollars. I was like, man, I feel like we could just we probably. We probably do well. It's only a hundred. It's only a hundred bucks. I don't. I mean, just worth the trip. The, anacondas? the pythons, not anacondas. Is it? But the pythons are getting the size, like getting really huge. So. The pythons okay, are getting so the size cool. of anacondas. It, it was like it. Basically, you're correcting me on the uh, actual name of the animal. Like I corrected Stephen on yeah. that. Yeah. I would correct. Okay. Yeah. Python. Yeah, but I, yeah. boom. I mean, like you, we could totally catch this thing and like beat them in the head and shoot them with a the gun. Yeah, they're like what twenty feet long, right? I don't know if the pythons get that long typically. Anic- yeah, like they're, like there there well, there are some that get maybe that would get that long, but I think typically they they're 
typically they're around 15, I would think, 10 to 15, the average ones you're going to see. Off. That's fine. I mean, it's still a big snake. No worries. Yeah, it's a huge snake. It's eating a small baby. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they're, they, um, they're, they're not from the areas down there, so they get into the swampland, and then you got – old lady's got her little shih tzu out in the backyard and the shih tzu's gone oh, after you let him out the old lady was in this story i thought the old lady was going to disappear no no but no. in your story it's, still, it's, it's, it's the little shih tzu disappear. dog it's the little shih tzu yeah. dog you know and everybody clapped because nobody wanted the shih tzu because it barked at everybody that went outside and everybody knows hey hey i will say this the shih tzu okay. i don't i don't hate on the shih tzus my grandma had a shih tzu and it was it was pretty it was a pretty cool dog it didn't yeah. i mean it it really didn't yap as much as you would think like i think i think it's really a reflection on the owner of whether or not that's an annoying dog or not listen hey grandma's really good dog owner yeah i mean she fed that <laughs> damn thing better she fed the thing better than she fed me i mean she's like cooking <laughs> chicken and rice and like oh is that what's for dinner we're, we're having chicken and, we're having chicken and rice for dinner she's like, oh no that's for panda like damn the dog gets the dog gets to eat chicken and rice she's like she's like she's like what do you want we can make you a spam sandwich or something Uh, first of all spam's good do not have spam second of all i was also laughing at the name panda like so it was it was a it was it looked like a panda it had black and white kind of like kind of i mean i guess she could she could have named it a cow i mean you know because it kind of had the white and spot the white and black all around it interesting. Why don't it is interesting that an animal, if you're going to name something, like I don't think, like it's not, I, <clears throat> I'm joking on my own spit. It's so weird, our biology, like how I did that earlier today, man. I said the same freaking thing you're about to say. It's like, why would we design ourselves in such a way that we could kill ourselves by just swallowing our own spit? I mean, I don't know who's died of swallowing spit, but I can tell you that sometimes drinking water, which is a necessity. Or eating a hot dog, for example, can kill you. Why would we put the windpipe and the, the uh, digestible pipe all in the same part? Like it's like kind of con- it's just jamming a all this bunch of shit in one spot, and you know, sounds about to damn get clogged up, man. It's like the stupidest thing, and we got we got rid of our tails, got a tailbone, we went off right, we and, and we just like, oh fuck it, let's just put everything important all like right here. Try to breathe, eat. Drink your water, drink your coffee, beer, choke on your hot dog. It's stupid. One stop I mean, shop. And if you believe in aliens, they totally messed up that gene splice. There's a whole thing about that. Damn it, aliens. <laughs> I'd love to get into that one day. Yeah, I love a good alien story. I mean, honestly, who doesn't? I know that has nothing to do with outdoors, but if I could, if I had one I mean, thing, technically, technically it is. Yeah, it's yeah. outside of fine. And... I like to think of my aliens getting me in from my bed and, and sucking me up. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like daisy and confused. You know, I'm like, I'm coming out of anesthesia kind of feeling like, I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Everything feels so good. Hit me in my foot. I can't feel it. Oh my God, it's so funny. And, um, and then they get there and, you know, they stare at me and they're, they're measuring me with different tools, but they're measuring me. I can tell they're measuring me. Um, and they tell me I'm really smart, so they like measure my brain and stuff. And I, I think that I, I, I recognize that they're telling me that just to give me talk. You know what I mean? Like they're telling me they're 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 building me up purely just to let me tell them my secrets of human nature. Like we choke on hot dogs, 
and that there's people have the thing called a Heimlich maneuver because we can't eat properly. Like most, you know, um, we, you know, probably aliens don't die like that. We do. And so they're just like, you're so smart. And they say, you're so strong. And I, I'm telling how much I lift and work out. And it's not a love story. It's not, they do things that are inappropriate, but that's part of alienism. Um, and I go back to my bed because they, well, I can put me back in my bed because I would, I don't want to be in the desert. I mean, that's kind of nice to put you back right. there. I mean, I don't, want, I don't want to be in the desert. Exactly yeah. around you. Because we, we, I in this group uh, or reality, I have been interacting with them and I have respected their presence of the uh, grays. Let's go with the grays. I mean, because nobody can stand a lizard person. A gray alien, which I would respect the most. They came here. We had a very good social interaction. They did some tests. They did some inappropriate things. We moved on. I got back in my bed. I told my wife I loved her and we woke up next day. That's what happened. That's how I see it happening. There's beers. Really interesting. Cool. Interesting. Very interesting. Aliens. Jeff. Aliens. I hate, to, uh, I hate to let you know all those things, but. I never yeah, questioned my friendship with you, Aaron. Never. No, but um, now you know. Now <laughs> that was good, man. I like this feel. All right, that's pretty good. That was really you, off track. you said you were done talking a while ago, so I'm gonna. I'm done. Yeah, that's right. I'm done. Don't talk about aliens. I'm done. <laughs> you can't talk. You can't <laughs> mention aliens and expect him not to go off on. I didn't mention aliens. He mentioned aliens. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't. You can't give him the opportunity to mention aliens. <laughs> Jeff, come on. No, no, steer steer, the, steer the conversation. I'm muting myself. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Thought you muted yourself. Well, anyway. Yeah. So, anyways, I ended um Aaron's questionings when I did that with him with a quote. And I'm going to read you a quote. And this quote is by uh, Henry David. Thoreau, or Thoreau. Okay. Uh, Could it be Theodore? Huh? It's no, not it's Thoreau. It's Thoreau. Thoreau is his last name. Yeah. yeah. It's T-H-O-R-E-A-U, but they pronounce it Thoreau, Thoreau, something like that. So, anyways, it's um, many men go fishing all their lives without knowing that it is not fish they are after. How does that speak to you? Many men go fishing in their lives to realize what? Many men go fishing all of their lives without knowing that it is not fish they are after. Yeah. They're they're after the Eminem music, apparently. Obviously. Um yeah. So I, I think it speaks to you, the lyrics. Yeah, well, or, or more of just an aspect of enjoying the time. I think now so, we're diving. Know, I think more. we're diving a little bit deeper. I feel that's what no. I would do. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh, we want to go deeper? 
Oh, we yeah, were yeah, yeah. I talked I about a freaking alien. I made up an that. alien story. So, Come on. Yeah, well, so, <laughs> so, Steven, you got to beat the alien story. Come on. <laughs> I don't know how I can beat that about, Let me cut the about damn alien story going fishing. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think it means like you're you're more more going for the experience. Like, obviously, you want to catch fish, but you know, I, I think a day out on the water or a day trying to fish is, you know, a, a better day than you know at work or or whatever the case may be. Um, so, you know, to me that that's to me that's what that's saying and saying. You know, everybody wants to go fish, but it's not always just about catching the fish. Sometimes it's about the experience, people you're with, um, what you're doing, the conversations you have, the memories you make, things like that. I got you. That's what I get out of it. <clears throat> oh, that yeah. sounds, sounds pretty good. I agree. What was that? What was the author's name? I swear it sounded from, and the reason I said the door, not Theodore, the door, Theodore is because it sounded familiar. And I thought for a second I actually knew it, but I don't. What was the dude's name? Henry David. Thoreau. You, you definitely know the name. You definitely know the name, but uh, it because you definitely probably heard it. And I would think you would have heard it in in schooling or something. How long ago was schooling? Oh yeah, for you. I mean, and this was probably like English class, and then I didn't yeah, know literature or something. I never when I when I read this quote and saw this guy's name, I was like. I don't know who he is, but then I looked. I've definitely heard the name. I've definitely but. heard the name. He's an author or something. He was, yeah. It sounded, okay. it, sounded, it did sound somewhat familiar, but I recognize huh. the name. I mean, I just don't know from like what. Like I just, I just remember it from like literature class or something. Yeah. Well, I, I went off of this quote too, just because I thought you would like fishing better than hunting as well. But then what? I just like this quote because it can mean a lot of things for different people. And uh, it, it always reminds me, of, you know, when we go fishing, even if you're not catching anything, which it's always about the camaraderie and friendship coming together to go out there and do a task. Even if you don't complete that task of catching a fish, at least you're completing a task of coming closer together. And I think that was always good. And then it also brings together people to talk about your daily lives and everything else. And maybe to, in those conversations, you do come out a better person. And I think that kind of speaks to where I would say. So. Yeah. I agree with you, Jeff. I 100% agree with you. I almost, I almost <laughs> cried it was so good. But um, no, I did. There's like a speck right there. Um, Aliens talking to you. Nope, aliens. Aliens didn't get that deep. Don't Not do that, aliens. Jeff. Jeff, don't bring up the aliens, man. We literally, <laughs> live off the History Channel and aliens conspiracy theories. <laughs> the the crazy hair guy. Mentioned oh my aliens, dude, dude! Like I'm, uh, Steven, stop! I'm not even going down that road. Not we'll, <laughs> a whole episode on aliens. I will tell you all my funny theories. That's something you got to bring me back for that one. Yeah, you got to bring me back for that one. I mean, uh, I can't all day long. Love aliens. I don't even right, care. Well, it's a fun topic. Talk. It's a fun topic. <clears throat> let's get some alien beer on that show too. Episode. I want to talk about aliens. If anybody under, if anybody knows of an alien beer or, or of an alien that's on a logo of a beer, please let us know. Thank you. I'll even try that one with you. No, okay. Oh. There it is. 
Yeah. We're gonna have to bring back Steven on that one. So that's that's what you hear, fans. We're gonna have to bring Steven back on. Find that beer. We're gonna bring it back on. Done. I'll definitely try an alien beer. That sounds like fun. (laughs) It's like it sounds like a blast. It's fucking out of this world. (laughs) I'm probably gonna think it's terrible, but it it sounds like fun. Oh man. There's so, so many opportunities for good alien beers out there. I mean, they could be hoppy. They could be ales. They could be, I mean, they could even get a cider-ish. You know what I mean? Like a greenish cider. Like, I don't know, a green apple cider. I don't I don't know. Be sour. Be hard. Yeah, it could be like, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, I mean mind-blown, mind-blown opportunity. I mean, it, the fact that there's not, a beer company called Alien Beer just that simple right there. Marketing itself would go off. Just Alien. There beer. is a UFO or something like that. Yeah, but they're stupid because it wasn't what I came up with. So, and, <laughs> and no, I don't want to try one of their beers because that one exi- we already know about that one. We want to try one something different too. Well, and, I don't and, think and logos they- have an alien on it. They don't have an alien on it. The logo has to have an alien on it. Yes, right. They know you. No saucer. No any of this other stuff. An alien. Yeah. Yeah, preferably grays is what we'd like to see. But we also be lizard gray. What if it's a gray, people. but it's green? Yeah, well, they tried. Yeah, we'll do that. One. He already said he doesn't like the the green ones. He likes no, the gray ones. No, I don't like, Jeff. Don't like lizard lizard people. He like lizard people. He doesn't like. I mean, I, and actually, I personally don't know anything about lizard people. I mean, I know stuff about lizard people, but that sounds like a fun conversation. I only know what they say in the Holy Bible about the lizard people, and that's oh yeah. You know, that's why they don't exist. <laughs> Actually, I guess they don't really say it, but I don't see them talking about it. Yeah, I don't know if I know that passage or not. Yeah, I don't think it's on there, so I just assume it's not real. <laughs> the aliens aren't real. <laughs> but if I go with that assumption, either computers or <laughs> airplanes. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. I think that was all the questions we had for Stephen, wasn't it? It was. It was. Is there any questions you have for yourself, Stephen, that you'd like to answer? Yeah, man. No, I don't have any questions for myself. No. Is there anything you'd uh, like to tell us about your personal life that we need to know? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Nothing exciting going on in my personal life right now. Well, one of my favorite so if, apps. If people could find you, where would they want? Where would you want them to find you? I don't want them to find me. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, all right. The last question, I swear to God, last question. What's your social security number? <laughs> last question. Last question. We'll stop. Uh, literally right now, last, it's SSN. I assume that stands for social security number. Anyway. It's got to be that. Yeah. Actually, that wasn't the last question we had for So we hadn't gotten our beat section yet. Well, uh, hold on. I was going to transition to you. I was going to tell oh, you. You didn't miss it. No, Let no, me tell no, you something, no. Stephen. If you oh, ever never I'll had one of our, I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. If you never had one of our meats. Uh, they're pretty good, but one of the the pleasures of cooking with myself and the Tailblazers and is Jeff LeBlanc. He is, I have to go and say that I think I'm a good cook, but Jeff has perfected it, and so he is the perfect person to lead a conversation with you on meats. And I'm gonna let him kick the way. He knows all about that smokiness. He knows all about that tenderness. He's like a fine wine; it only gets stringier at time. It's stringier? Meat is strong. That fucking alien talks again. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, nice, nice, that was a nice that. word salad there. Yeah. 
word salad. It up, eat it. So yeah, Stephen. Um, you know, we know. <laughs> Great transitions. Yeah, yeah, we're we're so good at this. <laughs> Professionals. Well, it's totally random. Now I figured he was going to ask the question, but anyways. Oh, I was hey. trying to compliment you, damn it. Hey, just just pretend I I'm do. driving well, on track. Let me get into it. I got to get on track now. You stay on your tractor. Straight line. Straight line. Hit your mute. So, the, uh, so Stephen, um, you know, as, as we go to the farm, we usually, you know, cook outside because no electricity. And plus, we try to be manly men and cook over a fire as much time as we want to. So um, yep. what's your uh, favorite type of meat to cook over a fire? And how, how would you cook it? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> thanks for that input Aaron um you know I think I think the favorite my favorite thing to cook on an open fire uh, especially uh, in the ways that we usually do it out at the farm is the backstrap of the of the deer that I killed the previous year uh that's always I think our best meal that we cook um as far as I mean how I cook it, I think y'all are usually the ones that normally cook the <laughs> The steaks. Uh, so, I mean, we usually okay. give it a good. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's true. That's, I, I it's true. very true. It's very true. We love so, I mean, we you know, we, we really just do, you know, the, the typical salt and pepper and, you know, we got some butter. Right on the butter. You know, right. We, do, we, do, we do melt some butter in the pan first. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, you want me to get a breakdown on how we cook the steak? Mostly, mostly it's Stephen. Okay, gets we, gather, we gather we sticks. Outside. We gather some sticks. There's a little round place. We put those sticks in the little round place, and then Aaron's got his little flint and and fire starter going, and then so we get the fire going, get it nice and hot. Uh, then we put get the uh, the cast iron out. You know, get some butter up. Put a whole little thing of butter in there. Let it melt. Yeah, you actually don't do that in the cast iron. You don't do that in the cast iron, I don't think, do you? Do you? Yeah. Well, it's it's um, there it is cast iron technically. Okay. Well, anyway, I mean, you know, do whatever you want to do beforehand as far as marinade and salt and pepper, uh, to each one's liking, and then uh, me personally, I think y'all like your steaks a little more on the rare side, at least rarer than me, um. I don't necessarily like it well done, but a, a good medium well is usually just over medium is usually where where I like to for my steaks to be at. I still want a little bit of pink in the middle, uh, but I don't want it to be bleeding still. I don't want it to be mooing still, or in, the, in that case, it's a deer. So, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. Um, <clears throat> is there any particular yeah. wood that you put in the fire? <laughs> Good one. Good one. Uh, uh, not pecan. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we do straighten those. Yeah, and honestly, oak's probably not good for me either. But I think we do have a lot of oak, don't we? Uh, wood. Right, majority of it. The hardwood. Uh, mostly it's oak. and some treated lumber. Yeah, some it's treated only lumber. for the starters. Yeah, we let it burn off before we cook. 
Yeah. Mostly. Mostly. I don't know how to answer that question. What kind of wood do you use in your fire? Wood that's I don't know if you feel like you don't want to put some special wood in there or something. I mean, everything. Y'all are way more. Y'all are way more in depth with that kind of stuff than I am. Um, I I leave that up to y'all. You know, if y'all have like the special little wood chips or whatever to to either smoke it or or get it a certain flavor or smell or whatever, that's 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 y'all's expertise, not mine. I got you. So yeah, since we kind of talked about how we cooked the meat you brought to the camp, (laughs) how about about we? We changed that question up to ask you, you know, how what's do you your prepare, what's your favorite type of meat that you pair at the house that you do? Um, probably chicken. Uh, I, I cook a lot of chicken, a lot of stuff with chicken. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. 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 I'd say that that's probably the, either that or, or hamburger meat, but I'd probably say I prefer chicken or chicken courses over you know hamburger meat but how do you like gotta make that chicken do you have like huh? a special chicken like, what, like what's special your favorite chicken? way to prepare chicken i mean just either usually just chicken breasts or cut up chicken breasts um with maybe some rice and some some green beans or something like that so you cut up the chicken breasts with rice and... no put it in okay. rice or put it pair it with rice Gotcha. Like in a duet. Gotcha. Sure. Sure. Exactly. Like a duet. They're dancing on the on the plate. They're dancing on the hot stove. They're doing the cha-cha on the plate. What kind of seasoning are you putting in? So we're talking salt. Uh salt. Are you putting salt socks in there? Um salt, pepper. Are are you going one of those mixed or do you do like mixed stuff or do you make your own like seasoning blends? I don't make my own seasoning blends, but there there's a couple of good ones. I don't know. I don't I know the name. I don't know the names, but I got them downstairs. But they're um, usually like Cajun Cajun style oh. seasoning. Um, not too like much. Huh? Are you really a spicy guy? I mean, it doesn't bother me. I guess I, at least I say it doesn't bother me. But then you know, if, if somebody's used to like crazy spicy or like some certain people from different cultures their spice their tolerance of spice is obviously probably way different than mine but like mexican latino food um not just that but yeah i guess that could be included in it sometimes they might have a different level of liking the spice or how spicy that they like it as compared to me but i i do like spicy stuff i think i'm probably pretty close to you i think jeff likes spicy things pretty pretty good um I, it's interesting like i said it's all it's all relative though you know i mean yeah it is right i mean because i mean sometimes you'd you'd say oh yeah i want this this spicy like say spicy wings or something like that and you don't really know how spicy or or how hot they are you know but typically i, I don't mind spicy stuff it doesn't really bother me so I think it depends on the type of meal, what I've ate that day, or something like that. If I want an extra kick or not, usually, yeah, yeah. yeah. most of the time. I mean, usually, I, get, yeah. I got on these. I get on these weird hot, like hot sauce um, kicks, where I'm like trying all these weird ones that are super hot, and then I just what don't care about years. One you had, <laughs> yeah, that was that was one. My mom got that for me. Thanks. And um, it wasn't. I don't remember it being that hot though. 
No, she had also one of those truffle ones. That was actually, it was weird. Like it, it wasn't so hot, but it had a unique flavor. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was just really a truffly flavor. I don't know if you've ever had like a lot of truffle, but not really. So, I mean, it's very. I know nice. there's a lot of truffle hunters out there, and mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe that's something we should uh, dig up. I was going to ask Stephen, have you ever gone truffle hunting? I have not. I've never had one either. Uh, want to get a pig? What? You want to get a pig? A P-I-G. Oh, pig. a pig. Do, well, I don't know how that relates to... It truffles. relates because they hunt, they hunt truffles. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I didn't know that. Yeah, you raise <laughs> It's better than using a dog. Oh. Interesting. I mean, when, they, when they crap out on you, you got bacon. Yeah, a lot of bacon. Yeah. 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 Well, Stephen, thank you yeah. for sharing your time with us today. Thanks for having me. It was a blast. I got to come back. Like I said, whenever y'all get that, uh, what's that one beer? It's, uh, it's, it's just a, uh, it's a beer. How did you forget the whole thing that I talked about? It's a beer with aliens on it. It could be green. Yeah, or the aliens. Yeah. It aliens. has to be a beer it's with aliens alien beer. Let me also remind you, as our fan base is relatively small, um, if you have okay. a beer that you can find that has an alien on it, please let us know as well. We're also talking. All right, about. I will. I will. I have one last thing I have to say. I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to try my um, uh, commercial voice. And I'm just going to read off the like, website thing. Welcome to the Tailblazers, a podcast made up of the best friends Jeff LeBlanc and Aaron Kiner. It mainly focuses on their favorite three things, outdoors, meat and beer, OMB for short. Basically, two brothers attempting to entertain, educate, and inspire by narrating their adventures they have experienced. These adventures can range from a small hike, a fun brewery trip, or just a simple backyard barbecue. They will definitely try to keep you in everything viewer-friendly, but both of them have been through life-altering events, so be wary. This is one reason why they are best friends and continue to dive into many obstacles called life. Their main goal is to have fun entertaining their listeners, and if inspiration hits some, that's always a plus. Please share this page and episodes because this is no telling what will happen next. Let's jump on the trail.